The Conversation with Joshua Ron, number one on the leaderboard on T2 Community Podcast. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the T2 Community Podcast. This is Derek Ellis, and I've got Joe Huff with me and our special guest, Josh Ron. Hello. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, Josh, if you don't know, uh, on the T2 Community website, has the lead on the leaderboard with an astounding 5,477 points. Josh, did you even know that? Uh, well, I don't know. It just keeps going up, you know, for every post and comment and stuff that I make. I, you know, I think I, you know, I try to try to help out where I can and try to post uh, where I can. And, and I even, I kind of, uh, I tagged Grant Hubbard today. I don't know if I should have or not, but I, I definitely did, did tag him because he did say something that they were, were um, rolling out a new product. So somebody had a question on it. I said, oh, too. They're working on that. Grant Hubbard is actually the one doing this. And then Grant was nice enough to, to come on and say, yeah, give me a call and I will uh, gladly tell you what we're doing and show you some demos of what we're having on the agenda for what, what we're going to have for it. Uh, you know, it's funny, Derek, remember when we were talking about Josh in the last episode, I was like, Josh calls people out. Uh, yeah. he just verified it. He just verified. He, he calls I, people I, I out. did. I did verify. I verified that I called more than you just out, Joe. I, I will, will gladly verify that. I, that's great. I think that's perfect. Actually. Like I, I do like that about our system is that it is integrated with the Salesforce side. So yeah, if you want to pull somebody into the conversation, you can just. And I. Fire. I uh, I think I know the people that are that are going to be responsive, and I I know some people that aren't like actively in Salesforce day in and day out, but there are a lot of people that you know, I know that Alex is in there, you know, every single day. Right. Joel, you're in it every single day. Derek, you're in there, you know. Um, so I, I think I I'm pretty safe. To, I mean, to call people out sometimes. I hope. Oh yeah, I've yeah, seen think- customers call out other customers. You know, if a topic comes up, it's like. Oh, you might talk to so and so. You know, they they went through a similar thing not too long ago. And I have done that. I've I've called uh, I've called Steve out. I called Martin Mash out, but now he's a T two employee, so now I can't say that I called another customer. <laughs> out. Um, uh, I used to call Game Mendez for a lot for for when I just started. I called out him every single time. It seemed like because Gabe was my wealth of knowledge, so I do I do appreciate Gabe's um, help. And Ryan Wills, I call him out for a bunch of different LPR uh, situations. So. Yeah, there's a good good group on that leaderboard for sure. Yeah. So for folks that don't know you, though, Josh, that are like, who's this guy? Where do you work? How long have you worked there? And why did you choose parking? Why did you go to school for parking, a diploma <laughs> in parking? Um, I work at the University of North Dakota, and they are part of the... Um, North Dakota University System. Um, so there's a lot of acronyms flying around. You have NDUS, NDSU, you know, you have UND. So all these acronyms are flying around. Um, I work for UND. Um, and I have been with parking since 2016. So depending on if you want to go by permit years or physical years or calendar years. Um, there, there you have it. And 
Um, I kind of got roped into parking. Um, I came from the tech side. I was an, um, a pretty much an IT administrator and parking, what is, parking was one of my areas that I supported. So I supported all of their technology um, and a bunch of other stuff, a bunch of um, AD servers and, and just other technical stuff. But then um, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And this parking position opened up just pretty much supporting parking technology, uh, parking and transportation. Um, so that was like, okay, that, that narrows my focus from a huge portion down to just narrowed what I thought was a narrower focus. But there is a lot of stuff in parking, a lot of stuff in parking and transportation. So, but, um, and there wasn't this, there wasn't this communities where it was helpful. It was, um, the hub was just kind of, the hub, which if you don't know, was kind of what communities morphed into. Um, the hub was kind of dying off and communities was kind of starting. So I kind of got in right at this crossroads where there was stuff all over the place. And it was kind of, it was kind of hard to keep my, my head above water because I didn't know anything there was no training manual. There was no nothing. It was just like, here, you're in parking now. You're supposed to know everything. Yeah, I think that we experienced that, right, Derek? Is like, uh, we always feel bad because like some some of our team members will be like, oh man, I wonder why this customer is opening this case up. You know, like we, we might get bombarded with a few cases from a, like a singular person. And I think that's a lot of people's stories is they're handed the keys to the kingdom for parking and someone says, good luck. So like in, in support land, when we get those cases, uh, I think our team's much better at now, but they're like compassionate towards it because they they sort of have a better perspective of this is probably somebody has just handed the keys to the kingdom and has literally no idea what's going on with like and, and like you said, it's not easy. Like uh, I try to explain people that parking's complex, they do not believe me, but fellow people in the parking industry 100% get it that it is like unbelievable how complex it is. Yeah, definitely. So if we time travel back, Josh, and we went into your like first, second grade schoolwork and it said like, what do you want to be? It, it didn't say parking. It didn't say you wanted to like be a, in parking operations. That's no, what told. no. Um, I, th I think it probably would have said that I wanted to be a dentist, but then, then it was, it was way too much schooling for that. So it's like, no, no. Parking's the ticket. Par parking's the ticket. Pun intended. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah, I, I saw, you know, but now we're going virtual tickets, so... Oh, yeah. Pun doesn't work as well. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so that, that uh, I guess, can lead into LPR that we, we've talked about before. Will, right. you know, I, I know you've been talking about LPR for a while, um, and still not with, or going with it yet. So what are your thoughts on, on all that virtual... Well, I mean, so, so UND is... Probably, I would say, ninety percent virtual. Um, we have a, a few like uh, PDF permits hanging around. We have a few um, printed permits that are that are still like guest hang tag permits. But for the most part, we're mostly mostly virtual, and um, we went with we went with you know we went with LPR right kind of when it started off, and again it's it's kind of it's kind of developed into a whole completely different system with the with the mobile um integration everything like that i think it's it's definitely um 
something to look forward to. Um, I think that if you haven't gotten into LPR, I think it's it's worth a look. That's definitely um, if you can can budget and and get start start early, get your data cleaned up because that was the biggest thing that we that we um, we noticed was our data wasn't clean. We had plates that were just kind of all over the place because when you move from hang tag, you just take that hang tag, you throw it up on whatever vehicle you have. So our our plates were just, you know, everything and anything. Was that, did you, did you struggle with like um, facilities and stuff like that? Like were, were you selling permits tied to facilities already and that was an easy transition or did you have to evaluate all of like the facility set up for LPR once you went that way? Well, the way, see, you know, that's, that's interesting because we're kind of going, we didn't have facilities, so we never used facilities. You only use citation location. Okay. Which, I mean, now we're getting kind of deep into this, but um, we were only using citation location. So the facilities now, the way that LPR is working today from the T2 aspect, we have to now go back in and, and put in the, in the facilities back in there, which yeah. will which will will function a different little differently from Genetech's point of view, but I, I'm it's, so it's a lot of footwork to transition. But I think ultimately that's the the right way to go. I think when we were sold, you know, from our integrator, from from the from the the whole, um, our integrator is no longer in business anymore. So, um, but but from that point, I, I think we were we were we were sold like. Well, this will be the easiest. This will be the best way to do it. And I think if if we would have known what we know now, or if I know if I would have known what I know now, we would have set it up completely different. Right. Yeah. 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 On the project side, I remember that being a struggle, right? When a when a university was going over to LPR and they never had set up facilities or permits tied to facilities, but then they're switching over and they're going to be doing zones and all that fun stuff they said that yeah it's the same echoed statement like oh man if i knew this is the way we were going we would have sold all these so it's a lot of data cleanup to get all yeah. that stuff back on there and yeah it makes sense hey you just said something and uh, derek you can always stop me too from chatting <laughs> you can be like what are you doing but you just set out a business and uh one of the things i told derek i wanted to hear from you because i haven't had an opportunity to talk to many customers about this not that you're going out of business josh um but like covid and yeah. uh, how it affected your, your parking operation, like what are, what are the key things that you think of with uh, the, the effect of COVID and how it changed for your parking operation? Is there anything that springs to mind? Um, I think we've kind of dealt with it a, di a different way, but for, for generalization, I think, and then this is why I called oh. Mr. Hubbard out. I, I called him out just because of the way that he's doing the timed permit. I think there's going to be a really need, a, there's a real need for like timed like daily like not monday wednesday friday it could be monday tuesday thursday it could be this week and then tuesday friday next week and then just monday the week after i think there's going to be a lot of um a lot of need with the covid or with covid for um different timing of a of a permit and not a specific right. permit. So I don't know how you want to say that, but that, that's pretty much my biggest thing that I've that I've seen. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a trend. I I know my wife works at OHSU as the like in the TDM kind of role, and and they're I think 
almost, if not completely eliminating annual permits altogether. So yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting, all these different solutions to that short-term parking that come out of this. Was that now, was that in response to COVID? Like they said, hey, we need to rethink how we're doing this and move away towards annuals because of events that can happen? Um, I think that discussion was already happening. It was more of a, how do we do this though? Because the lots were still selling out every day and things like that. So it just wasn't, right. you weren't able to, to push something like that. But then all of a sudden you have this thing where now the lots are very empty because no one's there. So I think they took the opportunity to, okay, well, you know, let's rework this while we can because I don't even, I think they as an organization probably won't go back to the capacity they had ever. Um, Cause it was kind of like this, Oh, working from home, it does work for some people. Maybe we right. don't have to have them come back um, and kind of, because uh, even from a space standpoint, office space and stuff, they were struggling uh, with having enough room. Okay, interesting. Josh, for are you working remotely or like hybrid, or is are you sort of back in the office at this point? Um, right now, I'm I'm on a hybrid platform, and I think the the transition is going to happen probably around August, September, when they're wanting to get everybody back in the into the office. Um, I can I can definitely work from home for probably ninety percent of my work, but with the because I don't just support the you know the software side of stuff for for LPR. I'm I'm doing all the hardware stuff too, so I'm installing all of the you know the LPR cameras, all supporting all of the the computer the 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 hardware in the in the cars, and um, so that's the the other ten percent that I need to be on campus for. Okay. Okay. Was now operationally, did, was there anything else that you guys had to sort of rethink of or do differently between like flex and flexport in response to COVID? Like, did you guys go through any of the like permit refund? I know a lot of customers did like mass permit refunds and then they reduced the fees of permits. Did you guys have to go through any of that? Uh, we didn't, we didn't go through any of that. I know that was a big challenge and there was a couple great reports and stuff that were set up to, to do that. And, and I do appreciate all that, but we didn't go through, we, we had a pretty, um, we have a pretty, pretty good process on refunds. And we set a, we set a time frame for refunds. We let them just refund. And this was all, you know, this was all geared from from the administration, and they they were they were on top of it, and they said, "Yep, you can allow refunds for your amount for this amount." And then they stuck behind what whatever we uh, we deemed um, that we were complying with, and and just went with there. Okay, interesting. That's cool. Did you um, in, in, on the community side of the house? Did you? Because I feel like you were out there talking. Were you helping some folks with like some of the COVID things that they ran into in the sense of like operationally? I feel like I remember you seen posts in a couple of things, or maybe you were a part of a couple of the earlier discussions. So, I, I think like, I was a part of the a couple of the earlier discussions. And okay. um it, it like like I said, I, I know T2 sent out that great report because there's a people just asking for that because it was it was massive re, you know, massive refunds that were coming in. People never right. never had seen them before at all. Um, right. Just, yeah. yeah we had it. customers that like literally almost didn't have a refund process. Right. And they're like, uh, we need to <laughs> get people their money back. Uh, so even from a support perspective, we heard a whole, whole gamut of stuff, but it would, yeah, that would be interesting to, to know. Cause I didn't, I didn't see too much actually come. I mean, you're a whiz kid anyways, but I, we, I didn't see too much come from you as far as like, Hey, here's a struggle we ran into because of COVID. So it's sort of nice in that regard that you guys were able to 
navigate through it relatively seamlessly in that sense, or at least you guys were prepared to do so. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, we were ahead of the game because we allow refunds, you know, we, right. You know, and that, that was the big thing, you know, some of these universities, they don't, they don't allow refunds at all. And then they're like, huh, what do we do? So, but yeah, um, we just kind of had to modify the, our refund schedule a little bit to, um, to, to adjust for the, for the COVID times. So I, I don't think you can get to the top of the leaderboard um, without some kind of satisfaction from helping people. So is that something that drives you to come, you know, obviously, you know, your stuff, you're not necessarily coming to community to get knowledge yourself all the time. So do you, is there a part of that that you like helping people and educating people uh, because you needed that help when you started? I do. And I, and I did. And that was, that was the biggest thing. I mean, like I said, um, the hub was kind of dying off and communities was just kind of ramping up. And, you know, from the start, it was me, it was, it was me asking questions, just like, what about this? What about this? Because I had no, I had no, like, um, what I want to say, like, um, repository of knowledge that I could go to and I could access. It was just like, support ticket, support ticket, support ticket, because it was like, I didn't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't know how to do this. And now it's like, well, I can, I can, I'm not going to say I'm going to have the right answer because that's the one of the good things about parking. Every institution or every um, city or every, every, every parking instance is different and unique in some fashion. I mean, I can give you the input for UND, which is, which is actually completely different for like the um, North Dakota state university. We don't, we, I mean, same, same state, same um, overarching um, system, but we do our stuff t- completely different. Yeah, that's, I mean, from us, I worked both sides, obviously, so I did support and implementation and that's the nuts thing, right? It's just someone's recipe. You know, it, it's really, it makes it really fun, but then it can be obviously sometimes a pain in the keister, right? Because, you know, there's not a single answer. A lot of times there could be 15 different answers and 14 of them are wrong for one institution and, and, and not the same ones that are wrong for a different one. So it's, it can be a server night. And I, I think that's where community does shine, right? Cause I, I've seen you pop in and you'll have something. And then someone else says, Oh yeah, sort of like Josh blah. And you'll see like five or six different perspectives and none of them are wrong or right. It just, you needs to sort of fit whoever, uh, whatever, how operationally, however it works for a certain individual. So that, that part's cool. So with you being a power user, you, you can put us on the spot. What is something that you would like? I mean, obviously I know some things because you're part of our committee, like our, 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 our community committee, but uh, what are some things you'd like to see happen in the community? Okay, so the, my biggest gripe or whatever is- Why did you just that, pull out a, a, a giant book? <laughs> well, it's only, it's only about five pages long. So it's not, okay. you know, everything, okay. everything else is blank pages, but yes. So my biggest, my biggest, um, right. My biggest thing is that, um, all of these old articles that referenced, um, I think whether, whether they referenced like a knowledge based article or whatever, I think they're all broken now. Like yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's my biggest thing. Yeah. That was, that was part of the issue with us doing the, um, and, and that was, so first I'll start with that is going to get cleaned up. Because that did um, uh, that that was sort of an artifact of our move to having 
the knowledge base be a part of Salesforce now. So when you search, you get our actual KB results. The downfall there is all of the manually created results that, that used to be there, the ones you're talking about, all of those links are broken. So what, what, we're, what our next step is, is getting rid of all of the older articles that reference the old KB and just having sort of the new KB being the, the main thing that integrates out there. There's still really good knowledge that doesn't have links back to the old KB, but the goal is to clean up all the old stuff um, in sort of phase two, which, which should be happening, I think, in the next couple of weeks or so. Hey, let me ask you this, Josh. Sure. With you being such a top contributor to communities in the busy life of working in parking, what, what time, like if someone else is like, man, how does he do his day where he finds time to go and help somebody? What time works best for you? Is it all over the place? Or is there a certain time that you sort of block to pop on community to see what's going on there? Or how do you that, do it in a busy work day? That is a good question. Um, there, there's a couple different answers to that. Um, I will, if I'm searching for something, you know, and I see something that, that like intrigues me, like, so I'm searching for help or I have an answer or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, well, I can answer this one quick. And it just kind of, you know, it gets delved into, I answer that. And then I answer the next one. Oh, you know, that's one thing. Um, also I will, I'll usually pop on there either at the beginning of my, my day for a little bit or more, more often on the, at the end of the day, uh, okay. I'll just be like, I'll be finishing up and I'll just like, go on there and I'll just, like I said, I, I won't, I won't usually get down too far in the rabbit hole, but sometimes it can kind of like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll answer that one. Then I'll answer the next one. No, I, you know, I'll just, you know, but um, like I said, I'm, I, it's there for, and, and a lot of it isn't even my, it's just, it's just, so it's my takeaway. It's my, my input on it. I'm not saying that that answer is right or, or anything like that. It's just, there, here's my knowledge. It might not be perfect, but here it is. Right. So you bop in there sometimes to actually even find something for yourself where you're like, hey, I'm going to, I have a question here. And then you might just stumble upon something like, oh, I have an answer for that. Unrelated, maybe even of why you were in the communities in the first place. Correct. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, and then obviously, like Derek said, I think there's also a piece of you where you, you, won't, you don't want to lose that coveted spot at the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> it has to be well, in the background somewhere. I, I don't know about that. Josh, putting you on the spot right now. Have you ever taken anything away from the podcast? I have. Be honest. I have. I have. You look honest. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not down. I'm looking into your eyes. The the people listening to the recording won't see it, but I I I believe you. You that was a truthful. Yeah. I have. He wants those uh parking Legos. Yes, we're gonna make that happen. Everybody wants parking Legos. <laughs> that was like the one takeaway for everybody. Everybody's like, we want parking Legos, like a parking structure. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I legitimately do want like a Lego version of like the MC-75. Josh, did you guys ever use like the the rugged handhelds, the Casios or the MC-75, the big chonky the, ones? The, the, I think they were Motorola, but they were like this. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, they started off with those right before or right kind of during I transitioned away from those and went to mobiles. Okay. Um, so you only got a little taste. I have some of them somewhere in my office that are the relics. I have the, I have the Motorola's and I have, the, I have, I think I have a Casio floating around. And I mean, they're, I mean, the, the benefit would be for the enforcement officer, if they got into a situation, they could tactically throw that at someone. And it was like a person. It was like a brick. 
Yeah. <laughs> between the battery and the size of those things, those those could do some damage. Now, granted, I think at the time they were like thousands of dollars. So I don't know if you'd actually want to throw them. Uh, but now you could. You get that that OC3 printer in the other hand. And I mean, hey, those still work. They do. Those those still, they, yeah, you right. can drive a tank over those things. We Josh can, is like, I, do not throw those. <laughs> I was talking, I was saying those are a tank. I mean, they're 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 they are brick too, but they are built like a tank. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they just yeah. keep chugging along. Those things actually had, they, those were like built to drop because they had like rubber protection guards on them too, where if they hit the ground, like all of the different breakpoints were like protected by like rubber. They remind me of the tough books that are in LPR vehicles, the ones that have all of the, uh, the impact uh, yeah. rubber on them. Those things are sort of like tanks too. You could take those out and toss them out the window and I think they just bounce rubber ball. Being the top contributor, and I think everyone on the list gets recognized, but you go to the Connect conference that we have and you get to go on stage and shake Maggie's hand or Adam Blake. I don't I don't remember who, but so you didn't get to do that this year. I did not. Um, which is a bummer. But uh did you did you enjoy the conference we did, the virtual? I did. Connect? I did the, the the virtual conference I did appreciate and um we there are some great takeaways which I don't think will you know, go away from any, any, you know, further T2 conference. I think the, the, the way that people interact, I think the, the, the speaker presenting and then having kind of a social subset of people kind of on a computerized bulletin board or whatever. I think that was a really, that, that, I mean, there was no other way, but that really was a good aspect. Don't you think Jill, that was, that was kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was blown away. Like, uh, and I'm glad to hear you. You have a similar takeaway. I was blown away because, um, you know, in my head, I knew we were going to try to do our best, and uh, of course, we wanted to sort of capture the feeling. But I was actually sort of blown away being remote. You know, I mean, I'm I'm in a basement in Minnesota, and just like all the other, you know, all the other beautiful faces that were on any of the sessions were in hopefully not my basement in Minnesota, they were in, in their respective houses in whatever states they were in. Uh, it felt way more connected, you know, again, sort of pun intended, than I was anticipating. I sort of really expected, okay, I, you know, as a presenter, I might talk to the screen and that's it. But I, between the, the, you know, the chats and the people asking questions and the interactivity, uh, I, I was, I, I, I had a, a great time and it seemed like a lot of people really had a great time too. I mean, nothing's going to ever beat that in-person connect. Cause you know, I mean, I, obviously I've, I've met you in person and so many others and that is just, you can't take that away. It's great to be able to like sit down and have coffee with someone or just bump into somebody in the hall and have a chat. Uh, but for what it was being remote, I was, I thought it was a very, very positive experience. And I'm actually sort of glad I experienced that type of experience. Cause I don't think we're going to do it you know, obviously, hopefully everything pans out well with this year and following years, we don't have to deal with um, a pandemic again. I said, yeah, you know, but I, I, I'm glad I experienced it. A virtual conference like that, it, it worked out. I do think an in-person connect is definitely um, better than the, the touch and the feel of, of being there and uh, getting, getting the face-to-face, -face, you know. Right. It's cool to hear that there's positive feedback. I mean, I know you were on multiple sessions and it, you always seem like you were having a good time and we were able to keep the chuckles going, but then still keep learning. So yeah, I think it is really, really fun. Um, and you you attended a couple of the other goofier things too. I think you did uh, the bingo and the, bingo. Uh, the I think with some of the other stuff they did. So 
all blur. But yeah. that was what else happened? It was bingo. We did uh, there's an uh, arts thing. Were you part of the arts um, where customers brought their arts, like their photos and art pieces? I'm not. I'm not big into the arts. I know they post, was a post of what's your home office look like. I, you know, I posted okay. my picture, but of course I wasn't gonna. You know, hands down, do whatever. You know. I, I guess I could have brought, you know, some of my bling that I had from T2 other past conferences or whatever, but I wasn't, I, I didn't do that. Um, they had, what did they have? Like they, something, well, it wasn't big. No, it was like 20 questions or something. What was it? It was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We did trivia night. Oh yeah. yeah trivia. That was and it. you did that. Yeah. I think you did that. Correct. Yeah. I, yeah. I won that. Oh, you. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> There's one that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think, yeah. And you, you do one bingo too, right? Yeah, I won that bingo. You made like a bandit. <laughs> you made money. <laughs> I, I am not going to say I, that I made out, but I did. I, I am very appreciative to you too. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And then socks for days. That's the big one. Yes. Whenever the, the socks are my favorite thing. Uh, for t- Don't tell me your socks are unopened. Are those unopened? Well, I, my wife takes my socks and she wears them. Okay. I was about to say, Maggie knows firsthand (laughs) that I, I am such a fan of the T2 socks that I I was like, I I was like going through people's bags at the airport. Yeah. I'd be like, there's a customer in there. Let me just sneak over there and unzip this and see if I can get a quick pair of socks out of the deal. I love the T2 socks. They're hip. I've had teenagers who I think are hip at target say those are cool socks and then i explain parking to them and they walk away without another word <laughs> do you have any um stories that you can share from from past connects or at least your favorite story um i know sometimes I, it can be what happens at connect stays at connect kind of thing. yeah that that's that's a lot of it <laughs> um my my biggest thing is i think if you want and I, and I've experienced this. I've been, I've done, I've done both. I've went out and I've, you know, joined the festivities outside and I've stayed in, I've, I've joined the festivities inside. So I think you're safer if you stay at the hotel. (laughs) Were you there when Adam Blake did the worm? Yep. I was there. Okay. And I don't know if that was a what stays it connects sort of deal. So I don't know if that needs to be edited out and post Eric or not. But there is video proof of Adam Blake doing a worm. And then I attempted it when I got home, and uh, it doesn't work. I don't know how he was able to do the worm. I just sort of face planted on the ground and then just sort of laid there as my wife was like, "What's happening?" And I was like, "Well, I saw someone else do this, and it went much better at Connect." I, I don't know. Have you tried doing the worm, Josh? No, I, I, that I, I am not, I can barely dance, so I'm not, not doing the worm. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I'm still not understanding how I saw the video. I was there. So I've seen it multiple times and I'm not sure how it happens, Yeah, but it didn't work when I tried. The physics make no sense. Yeah. I've tried it and you just smash your chest against the ground and. Uh Uh-huh. And then the wind's taken out of you and you just lay there. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Josh, could I do real quick? I'm going to pull up my notes. I don't actually have notes. This is just a picture that Xander drew, but I'll pretend these are notes uh, for like rapid fire round of questions. If I just did real quick questions and then you say the first thing that came to your, comes to your mind. Sure. Best place to park. Okay. Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay. Worst place to park. 
Uh, New Orleans. Uh, favorite, uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Fa- favorite Connect drink. Favorite drink you would get Connect. Uh, Amarillo Sour. Okay. Favorite parking acronym. T2. Oh, look at this. This guy's <laughs> playing it up. Uh, hobby you picked up during COVID or something that you started doing during COVID in response to COVID? Working from home. No, no, no that, that works. That works. Uh, best movie you've seen during COVID? Star Wars. Which one? Uh, episode two. Oh, man. So you're, so you're going for old, oldie but a goodie. Yeah. Well, episode two is Attack of the Clones. Yeah, oh, prequel. So, you pre- could still so, say that's an oldie but goodie, though. Well, you point. can I, at this point, yeah. But <laughs> although every Star Wars fan is probably going to be turning it off at this point. Yeah, right, done. <laughs> it's done. We're done. It. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. I know, right? Is that yeah, even a question? I said that once at con- the conference, and somebody said Star Trek, and we were like, "Get out!" There's always somebody. Yeah. There's always that one person. Uh, okay, what what else we got here? Uh, most played music during COVID or working from home? Elvis Presley. That was a pretty good lightning oh. round. We learned some stuff about Josh. Is there stuff that you have? Oh, here, uh, no, that's it. I'm, I'm going to stop pretending that this piece of paper with a drawing on it has questions on it at this point. I guess we'll end with, do you have any, anything you want to say at all? This is your platform to, to address the parking world. No, uh, I don't really have a whole lot to say. Otherwise, um, I just appreciate the opportunity. And um, I thank you, Derek and Joe, for uh, letting me be like the first customer that was on this, I believe. Yeah, it's fun. Of course, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it seems seemed like it makes sense. You're the top. For someone that has a lot to say in communities, you didn't have anything to say at the end. You should have went out with some sort of big <laughs> thing, you know? No, you did great. This is fun. This is fun. This is fun having a third person, Derek. I think we should do it again. Yeah, I, I liked the transition. So I, I, I'm calling you a guest. Um, you know, previously it was an interview with so and so, but, but I think when we, when someone. we have this like a guest, yeah, because we're not really interviewing you. It's just a, a conversation, chat. a fireside chat. Yeah, at least we had an agenda this time. So that it's was true. one of my, you know. Oh yeah, you did give us feedback. You said, "Hey, you guys are doing all right." Thing unless there's an agenda. But you guys have to have some sort of agenda and where like, you could tell there wasn't one. That was the most surprising thing. I was blown away. I was like, how did Josh know there wasn't an agenda last time? That's because you said it. Oh, we, oh, we did say it. Yeah. So oh, that's probably anybody how that you actually listen, listen to the, the podcast. So that no. just proves that you listen to it too. So we appreciate it. Very nice. Who would you choose as an ex person? And then I'll stop that's talking good. for sure. Derek. Ooh, I figured that would be a... Um, so... Are you going on the platform of doing a customer guest or are you wanting to do something? Any, I think anyone, like anybody that you, we, somebody, I mean, if you think they're interesting to chat to, I, I bet other people do as well. Um, I think there's a few people that have a lot to say. Um, I think um, Martin Mesh has a lot of good information to say. I think Steve from Denver has a, has a few different things to say. Um, like I said, I think, uh, Ryan would be a great guest. Um, who else? Uh, Joe Safazio from Florida state. If you can get yep. him on. No, it's perfect. Some of those are ones that we floated already. Yeah, I think got here. A running list and, and 
those are all on there. So I'm, I'm on the same page as you. That's awesome. Cool. Well, this is super fun. Thanks so much, Josh. I really, I really appreciate it. I, I, I had a fun time. Chad, this is a cool way to end today. We'll just do it every day from moving forward. <laughs> and we just won't air the other episodes. Yeah.